mean, it's not like I'm trying to make enemies, but I am right. Kids, how are you? I, I know how we seem to live our lives online these days. You know, most people live their lives online, especially the younger generation. The younger generation are fully involved with living their lives online because they've been brought up with that. That's their, you know, that's their thing. For most of us, we, we didn't have that when we were that age because it just didn't exist. It just wasn't there. I mean, it existed for me when I was like a teenager, but it wasn't that really big a thing. I've been through this. We've discussed this before. But now, most things live online, which means I get fed stuff. I get fed all the content and most of the people making content are quite young because that's what they do this is them discovering the world and themselves and how the world works it's a, it's like people in the 80s discovering video technology right they're figuring it all they just want to make what they make and see what can be done and i'll probably do a video about that much much later in the year if i get around to it but we're going to get back to the point so i realized the, the title of this podcast is is hooky it's baity but i do have an actual point because what i mean is i get fed all of this content and a lot of the content i get fed is how people hate being in their 20s right i mean people avoid their 30s they do and then they see it as this landmark statement and it, it it kind of is we'll get that in we'll get into that later and but people hate being in the twenties. They hate it. It's the it's the new thing. It's the new trend. How people in the twenties suck. It's <laughs> how being in your twenties sucks. How they're all depressed. How everything's awful. And you know the world is ending. And then you get teenagers who are like, oh no, I don't want to be in my twenties. Or they really do want to be in their twenties. And when we think about twenties, and when I say we, I mean people who are like thirty and older. We look back on our twenties and we we cringe about it. So nobody's happy. Right? <laughs> nobody's happy. The people who were happy in their 20s were probably terrible people. And we'll get into that too. But nobody's happy. Why, why would anyone be happy? When I think of my 20s, right? So that would be about, what, like 13 years ago? 13 years ago, I was in uni, just coming out of uni, figuring out what the world is going on. We discussed this when I looked at the video, the previous videos which I made. And and I broke down kind of how I got to those points and how I got to those conclusions and why I was making the content which I wanted to make and how most of that is wrong. How you can see the kind of like the benchmarks to bad along those ways. And, and I'm very grateful for being able to break that cycle with myself. And I think a lot of people, when they look at the 20s, feel that way, right? Especially from the older generation, anyone listening to this who is older, you look back at your 20s and you think, oh, damn, how, how did I do that? Why did I do that? What was I wearing? What was I doing at that time? This doesn't make sense. And I think when you're in your 20s, you're looking at it from very much the inside point of view of being an adult. You know, you're part of society. You're doing the things you want to do. You're no longer in your education. You're no longer stepping out into the world and being seen as a child because to most people, you look like, you know, 25 and up. That's how you look. All 21-year-olds kind of look around that age slash younger to me. You either look 18 to 16 or you look like you're in your late 20s. There is no 21. 21 and 22 as a look don't exist, which is why it's the strangest thing coming to the US because that's the ID age. And I can't I can't tell who's that age. I would be terrible. I'd, be, I'd make a terrible bouncer in New York. I'm just saying. Anyway, but... <laughs> 
have this view that you're meant to be terrible in your 20s. It's like your terrible. Tw- it's like the terrible twos, but in your twenties, it's the decade version of it. And I was reading online. I did a, did a quick Google before of like why your twenties are the worst, and there's a whole bunch of firsts. But then I also did a review, uh, not a review, of a Google of why your thirties are the worst, and there's also a whole bunch of pages, and then why your forties are worst. And it's just the media pushing whatever agenda they're going to push. They've got one for every decade. You could be six, and you'd be like, why you're not. <laughs> why your tens are the worst you're never going to be able to read that article get hold of that article but you'll find now you could you could you could really have your self-esteem broken as a child when you're kind of looking at it from that point of view but there's a few reasons i think there's a few reasons there's a few reasons which i think are worth knowing if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this so you're watching this i don't mean you any harm i'm not throwing shade on you in any way shape or form but there's a few reasons why your 20s are the way your 20s are going to be. And if you're older and you're thinking back to yourself about your 20s and you're thinking, you know, oh, that 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 decade, I was a piece of shit. That decade, I just did not do as humanity needed me to do. That's okay, okay? Like, I'm not saying it's okay that you did what you did, but I'm saying part of it was out of your control. And maybe if you're in your 20s and you watch this episode you might be able to avoid some of those pitfalls or at least lessen the guilt as you kind of get older and kind of develop as a human being, which is the crux of this. So the first point I'd like to make, right, is the biological one. When you're a child and you start going and becoming a teenager, everybody recognizes that there is a pubescent period there is a period of time where you are developing as a human being into your body, right? You will stop growing in height by the time you get to 18. That's just the reality. No one gets taller after 18 because it would be ridiculous if you did. But you're going to stop growing in height. You're going to start stop growing your physical bits, as it were. Nobody's developing breasts after 18. You, you've, got, you've got what you've got, right? You, you know, you are as you are. Your hair's doing what it's going to do. It might calm down a bit as you go on. You, you know, you'll get grades and stuff, and that'll change. But for the next 20 years or so, you've got what you've got. You're gonna, you, you've now got to start figuring out how to use it. You got the car you were given. There was no way to deal with it. Now you've got to figure out how to get the wind screen thingamajig to do what it's going to do and figure out where all the buttons are. That's what your 20s is all about. It's also an actual fact that your brain doesn't stop developing until your mid to late 20s. And I have a theory about this, right? The reason why 20-year-olds, when they speak to 30-year-olds, seem so stable, why we seem so balanced and so okay with everything, is because about, you know, eight years ago, we stopped getting those signals from our brain to say, oh, hey, we need all this extra stuff to keep our brains growing. <laughs> That's just stopped. We we got a new car. We got a new car, which had, you know, stability. We know where all the bells and whistles are. We know how to wind the window down. We know what it takes to get it going in the morning. We know when it breaks and how to break it and when we shouldn't break it. And sometimes we ignore all of that and do whatever we want to do. But that's being human. That's a whole different episode. We know all of those things, which is why we seem stable. It's why we seem like we know what we want. When you're in your 20s, you don't. You're not meant to. Your body's still doing stuff. It's still processing it's still getting used to all the new bells and whistles. It's still trying to figure out why you've got an air freshener when the car doesn't smell that bad. It's just it's just there. It's just there for you to kind of get from point A to point B. It's your first car. 
you got to figure out. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get your push bike, and you're gonna you're gonna avoid using the car sometimes because sometimes that's what that's part of the adventure. Again, but that's being human. But also, alongside that, you're probably for the first time no longer in formal education. You're no longer within systems. So I mean, obviously, people get out earlier on, and they tend to mature a bit quicker because life is what it is. It drains you down. That's that's the point of it. It's meant to grind you down. It's meant to make you a bit smooth. You're a bit jagged, and you come out a bit smooth. Um. And you're suddenly released into the world, like a captive animal, like a gorilla at the zoo. You've been brought up this entire time in a fairly protected state. You've been given, you know, resources. Not everyone gets the same resources. I'm not saying that in any way, shape or form. You've been given resources. You've been given a place to stay. You've been given some sort of structure day to day. And whether that structure was school, job, prison... It is what it is. And then at 20 to 23, you kind of get released into the world. And the world just kind of has to deal with you, as it were. So in your brain, you're thinking, fantastic. I have the freedom. You know, I have the freedom, guys. I'm, I'm, I, I thought I had this freedom when I was like 17, 18. And I could do stuff and I could go out. And in the UK, you can drink. So life suddenly improves fivefold and suddenly allows you to make loads more mistakes. I can vote. I can go out and do things. I can smoke. I can. I have the freedom that I've never had before. And that is hugely liberating. And you think that's what makes you an adult. You do. You, you, there's no way around it. That's just what you think. I have the freedom. And it also gets coupled with the responsibility. Suddenly you're paying taxes. Suddenly you're paying rent. And you're like, this is it. I'm doing it. I'm making it work. I'm going through all the motions which are required to get me to middle age, which is when life ends. And you think to yourself, this is it. And you forget that you're not allowed any of these things. Because not only are you free, but you have no permanent stake in the world because all of your things before 20 were probably provided by somebody else, whether it's the state, whether it's your parents, whatever whatever you have, most of that's pre-provided for you. And suddenly when you're out there, you're like, I have the freedom, but I don't have any money. And I have the freedom, but I'm only a very small percentage of the populace because I'm a brief moment in time. And nobody seems to want to listen to that brief moment of time. And it's it's you've been given the world, right? You, you know... This is the second side of it. Not only have you been given the world and given all these opportunities and given these things which you can go out and do, you've been given no menu. Right? The best way I can describe it is like, it's like going to a buffet with no menu. That's what getting into your 20s is like, is you've suddenly been introduced to the world food court and you're looking around and you can see all these glimpses of things and you can see what everybody else is eating and you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, that looks good and that looks good. No, I can do that. And I, I'm able to go do all these things. But you suddenly realize you can't afford to do all these things. You can only afford to do a certain amount of things. And uh, there's no menu and no ingredients list. So you don't know which things are going to kill you, which things are going to help you. And you don't want to get stuck. So you get a huge feeling of feel like missing out. But you know you're going to have to eat something eventually. Otherwise you'll starve to death. And I get it. That's an overwhelming experience. And that's why people are terrible in their 20s. Because you're figuring this out. You don't know what you want to do. If you do know what you want to do in your 20s, chances are 
that'll develop and change because you'll sit down at your table at your buffet and you'll think to yourself, oh hey, you know, I'm you know, I'm, I'm having a, I'm having, what am, what am I having? Why can't I think of any foods? I'm having a crumpet. I'm sitting eating, eating some crumpets, and you're thinking, this is it. I've sold it. I figured out what I wanted to do in my twenties. I came to the food court. I thought British food is over there. I'm going to go get some crumpets. Crumpets are what I got. Sit down, put my crumpets on the plate, going well. And then about midway through, you know, five years in of eating crumpets, you meet somebody, and that person says to you, "Oh hey, would you like to try a churro?" And you suddenly realise. Maybe you don't eat crumpets for your entire life because there's things like churros out there. And somebody else says to you, hey, churros are great, but have you tried donuts? And your brain flicks to itself and goes, oh, oh, oh. I've never had a donut before. Maybe I could have a donut. That could be interesting. And this is how you discover yourself, right? This is why I'm. I've, it, it always sounds cynical, and it always sounds dark, and it sounds like we've been defeated by the world. But when you meet people in their thirties, in their forties, in their fifties, and they look at people in their twenties who are so satisfied with their lives and their setups and the partners and everything, and we say it probably won't last. We're not saying that to be mean. We're not saying that to be, you know, ruining your day or trying to get you to change. No. We're just saying, the reality is, you're a buffet. And, you know, the person you're with might not want to, might not want to go with you to the next place. They might not want to sit down with you and eat churros. They might not like donuts. They might think crumpets are ridiculous. If anyone thinks crumpets are ridiculous, just chuck them, by the way, because fuck that noise. It also allows you to make your mistakes as well. I think this is the other key for your 20s. Is you're doing all these things and you're trying all these things and you're in a place where you can make these mistakes because you're figuring out. You have nothing to lose. You're not meant to have things to lose in your 20s. You're meant to be figuring out how things work, where the buttons are, what food to eat. And so you do make mistakes because you don't even know the mistakes. This is what I'm saying to older people who look back and they feel really guilty about their 20s this year. You make these mistakes because you didn't know. You thought this was going to be everything. You were introduced to this period of time in your life as this is being an adult. This is how the world works. And you've got it now. It's all on you. And whatever you do is the right way. And people encourage you. People encourage you when you start doing these things. You start exploring life and you start exploring all the things around you. So everyone around you meet is doing the same thing. Like, that's great. Oh, what? You, you're going, you're traveling the world, you're going drinking and, and doing that. And that's fantastic. I'm doing that too. We should do this until the day we die. And then five years down the line, you, you suddenly think to yourself, oh, wait, was I terrible back then? Was I forcing my opinions on the world? Was I saying to everybody, you're wrong. You're living life wrong. Everything about you is wrong. You know, this is the best way. You're dead inside. You've, you've lost the passion which you had in your 20s. <laughs> Were you on YouTube making videos about how stupid other people are? I was. That's what we were doing in our 20s. Because we thought we knew best. And there's a nostalgia to it now for me. 
There's a nostalgia looking back. And a fear. I don't accept there's a fear. There's a fear people will see it, remember it, and think that that's who I am. And think that I haven't worked, tried to work on myself, at least. Can't say I'm 100% better. Everyone's got a slight ego underneath a, you know, hat. Everyone's sitting there at one point in their life and thinking everyone else is a fucking moron. <laughs> but that's what you do, right? We've all made mistakes. We've all rolled the dice. We've all seen, done, said things we shouldn't say. The important part, right, is when you get older and you get to your 30s and your 40s, that you're considering these things and considering the impact. And not everybody does. Right? People maintain the attitude of their 20s and maintain that feeling for the rest of their lives because they sat down and they got a plate of food and they said to themselves, this is all I'm ever going to need. And they got a fear. They got a fear that should someone come along and introduce something new to them, that it might change things. And they'll have wasted all this life not realizing that the whole point of life is development. The whole point of life is discovering and exploring and engaging with everyone else. And don't get me wrong, this isn't this isn't a podcast to shit on tweet people in their 20s, right? I realize that as someone older, I struggle to take advice from younger people. In the same way, I struggle to take advice to people who are much older than me, unless they're near the end of their life. And that's because I'm in that middle gap. I'm in that gap where I've experienced what you've gone through, and I think I know better than those who are older than me. That's just how everybody is. But I tell you what, it doesn't stop me doing. It doesn't stop me gathering those perspectives. It doesn't stop me gathering the feedback from people like the guests I have on this show I've had some people who are very young people who are starting out just turning 18 and I've had older people and it's important to have those conversations and gather those perspectives because it helps me inform my day to day it helps me understand other generations it helps me understand other people other cultures other mindsets and continue to develop and grow I'm never going to stop gathering that. Sure, I'm probably not going to take advice directly from someone who's 22 about how to live my life. Doesn't mean I'm not going to listen to it. Because maybe there's something in there which is important. Maybe there's something I haven't clocked onto. Maybe there's something which will really help me or remind me. In the same way, I'm probably not going to take advice from someone who's much older than me about new things in my life, unless I know that they've been through it. What am I saying into this? It's important to look back. And I think 20s are probably the most volatile part of your life when you're developing as a human being, right? Because you're coming out from that period of being a child and a child in society's eyes. And you're entering into that period where you're seen as an adult somewhat, but you don't have any clout. You know, your name's not on the wall anywhere. And that can be hugely frustrating. 
So when you look back on what you did and what you achieved in those 10 years, it's going to look like a mess. And I'm sorry if you're in your 20s, but it's going to look like a mess. It's going to be a mess. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to ruin some days. But that's being in your 20s. It's not the end of the world. It's not the start of the world either. It's just figuring out how to drive the new car. Where to go in the food court. And just consider, if I have advice for you, consider what you'll think when you look back in your 30s. Because it's not that long. Maybe everything will get. Maybe everything will just kind of balance itself out. And if you're in your thirties, stop trying to tell twenty-year-olds how to live their lives. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.